Hello and welcome to A Leap of Faith Podcast. <clears throat> My name is Lorraine Montgomery and I'm your host today. Uh, I am going to do this again by myself. Uh, Jeremiah and I were talking today and we talked too long and so uh, we decided that it would be best for us to just pick up uh, normally for the, you know, the normal day that we're going to um, do it. So Friday, we're going to do it together. Um, so I'm looking forward to that, getting to uh, chit-chat with him um, uh, on Friday. So so today is episode 22.2, and we are in chapter 18 in Acts, and we are continuing uh, to read about uh, Paul and his ministry, and um, he's basically going through Corinth, and uh, where else did I see that they were familiar, Ephesus, these are all familiar names uh, because uh, letters to the Corinthians, um, Ephesians, the letters to the Ephesians, um, these are all books that we're going to be reading uh, in the near future. So um, so it's kind of cool to be able to read that he's actually in these cities doing ministry and uh, preaching the word and uh, telling them about Jesus. So, so I will not um, dilly-dally. And we can dive right into it. Um, so we're going to pray and then uh, we'll read uh, chapter 18. So, <clears throat> Holy and mighty God, we are so thankful and we come before your throne, uh, just humbled by you and how magnificent you are. And we are just eternally grateful for all that you do for us. We're especially thankful for the gift of your son, Jesus Christ, and his sacrifice on the cross. Without him, we wouldn't have anything. And so we're just so thankful that he willingly gave up his life for our sins. Um, that was the only way that we can get saved, uh, by the spotless blood of the Lamb. So Lord, thank you for sending him, and thank you for his love for us, that he died for us. We pray over this time, this moment, Lord, whatever it is that uh, those that are out there listening to us, to me, uh, I just pray blessings over them, watch over them, guide them, direct them, and um, order our steps, basically. Uh, we just um, wanting to do what's, what you want us to do. We want to be in your will, and we start by reading your word. So, Lord, just bless this time. Empty us of ourselves, clear our minds so that we can focus on what we're reading today. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. Sorry. All right. So we will read Acts 18, episode 22.2. <clears throat> then Paul left Athens and went to Corinth. There he became acquainted with a Jew named Aquila, born in Pontus, who had recently arrived from Italy with his wife Priscilla. They had left Italy when Claudius Caesar deported all Jews from Rome. Paul lived and worked with them, for they were tent makers, just as he was. I didn't know that he was a tent maker. Each Sabbath found Paul at synagogue trying to convince the Jews and Greeks alike. And after Silas and Timothy came down from Macedonia, Paul spent all his time preaching the word. 
He testified to the Jews that Jesus was the Messiah. But when they opposed and insulted him, uh, Paul shook the dust from his clothes and said, Your blood is upon your own heads. I am innocent. From now on, I will go preach to the Gentiles. Then he left and went to the home of Titius Justus, a Gentile who worshipped God and lived next door to the synagogue. Crispus, the leader of the synagogue, and everyone in his household believed in the Lord. Many others in Corinth also heard Paul, became believers, and were baptized. One night, the Lord spoke to Paul in a vision and told him, Don't be afraid. Speak out. Don't be silent, for I am with you, and no one will attack and harm you, for many people in the city belong to me. So Paul stayed there for the next year and a half, teaching the word of God. But when, Gal Gal but when Galileo, Galileo became governor of Achaia, Achaia, some Jews rose up against uh, Paul and brought him before the governor for judgment. They accused Paul of persuading people to worship God in ways that are contrary to our law. But just as Paul started to make his defense, Galileo, 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 maybe that's it turned to Paul's accusers and said, Listen, you Jews, if this were a case involving some wrongdoing or a serious crime, I would have reason to accept your case. But since it is merely a question of words and names and your Jewish law, take care of it yourselves. I refuse to judge such matters. And he threw him out of the courtroom. The crowd then grabbed Sosthenes, the leader of the synagogue, and beat him right there in the courtroom. But Gallio paid no attention. Paul returns to Antioch of Syria. Paul stayed in Corinth for some time after that, then said goodbye to the brothers and sisters and went to nearby Sencria. There he shaved his head according to Jewish custom, marking the end of a vow. Then he set sail for Syria, taking Priscilla and Aquila with him. They stopped first at the port of Ephesus, where Paul left the others behind. While he was there, he went to the synagogue to reason with the Jews. They asked him to stay longer, but he declined. As he left, however, he said, I will come back later, God willing. Then he set sail for Ephesus. The next stop was at the port of Caesarea. From there, he went up and visited the church of Jerusalem and then went back to Antioch. After spending some time in Antioch, Paul went back through Galatia and Phrygia, Phrygia, visiting and strengthening all the believers. Apollos instructed at Ephesus. Meanwhile, a Jew named Apollos, an eloquent speaker who knew the scriptures well, had arrived in Ephesus from Alexandria in Egypt. He had been taught the way of the Lord, and he taught others about Jesus with an enthusiastic spirit and with accuracy. However, he knew only about John's baptism. When Priscilla and Aquila heard him preaching boldly in the synagogue, they took him aside and explained the way of God even more accurately. Apollos had been thinking about going to Achaia, and the brothers and sisters in Ephesus encouraged him to go. They wrote to the believers in Achaia, Achaia, 
asking them to welcome him. When he arrived there, he proved to be of great benefit to those who, by God's grace, had believed. He refuted the Jews with powerful arguments in public debate. Using the scriptures, he explained to them that Jesus was the Messiah. All right. So, um, this is all about, uh, Paul, again, like I said, this is about Paul continuing the ministry and going to these different uh, cities. Um, so a few things that I did highlight. Um, Paul went, uh, he left Athens and went to Corinth. And there he met um, Aquila and Priscilla. And they were tent makers, which I thought was interesting. Like I said, I did not know that Paul was a tent maker. I thought he was just the guy that was killing all of the, uh, the Jews way back before he got saved. Um, then he testified to the Jews that Jesus was the Messiah when he went to the synagogue. And then down here, uh, when they opposed and insulted him, uh, your blood is upon your own heads. I am innocent. From now on, I will go preach to the Gentiles. So he's shaking the sand off of his, uh, is that where he says it? He shook the sand off his feet. No, yeah. Paul shook the dust from his clothes and said, your blood is upon your own heads. Then he left and went to the home of Titus Justus, a Gentile who worshiped God and lived next door to the, to the synagogue. Uh, and then many others in Corinth also heard Paul, became believers, and were baptized. So it's growing. I mean, you know, the, the believers are growing. The church is growing. And then uh, one night the Lord spoke to Paul in a vision. This is what I think is our takeaway. I'm putting a little asterisk next to verse 9. Um, he says, don't be afraid. Speak out. Don't be silent. For I am with you and no one will attack and harm, for, uh, harm you. For many people in this city belong to me. I think God's telling us to be bold. I think that's our takeaway for today. So I'm marking that as be bold. Speak out. You know, don't be afraid. Um, it's taken me a long time to not be afraid to speak out. Um, and I, I still get a little bit uh, shy about it, but um, I try to, and I learned this from my friend John David, um, I try to uh, bless people uh, as I go through the gate to get onto base. I try to remember to bless the uh, guards that are there. Um, just I'm thankful for them to be there to protect us and I'm thankful that they're serving us in this country so uh, in America at least uh, so anyway uh, we 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 need to be bold I think we have to be bold and speak out and and you never know what seeds you're you're planting you never know you know if you say God bless you in that moment that person that might be the only thing that they needed to hear in that moment uh, you don't know so um, so Paul stayed there for a year and a half teaching the word of God. Um, and then, uh, when Galio, Galio became governor of Achaia, Achaia, so I'm, I'm so sorry if I'm butchering these words, if anybody knows how to say them, feel free to let me know. Um, some Jews rose up against Paul and brought him before the governor saying that he was teaching the people. Uh, to worship God in ways that are contrary to their law. And of course, this guy is saying, and God's protecting Paul, saying, this is your this is your problem. This is uh, your Jewish laws. This has got nothing to do with me. If he had actually done something really serious, 
like, you know, steal or murder, you know, then I could do something. But uh, he's like, take, take care of this yourselves. And then I don't know who Sosthenes is, but, but as the leader of the synagogue, he got beaten, which I think is terrible. <clears throat> then Paul returns to Antioch. Uh, Paul stayed in Corinth for some time, then said goodbye to the brothers and went to Chencrea. Uh, there he shaved his head according to Jewish custom, marking the end of a vow. Then he set sail for Syria, taking Priscilla and Aquila with him. Then they stopped in Ephesus, uh, where Paul left the others behind. While he was there, he went to the synagogue to reason with the Jews. And he says, um, you know, they wanted him to stay longer, but he says, God willing, I will come back later, uh, which is another point that I think is important to notate um, that, uh, as I prayed uh, earlier, which I think that's just God telling us what we're supposed to be hearing, Lord willing, uh, you know, being in God's will uh, by getting into the word and doing his work, you know, this is what he wants us to be doing. So we should be bold and we should be in his will. I think that's our takeaway for today. And then, uh, then uh, he spent, after spending some time in Antioch, Paul went back through Galatia and Phrygia, visiting and strengthening all the believers. And if you go down to 23, where does it say? Greek disciples. So it's not just believers, they're disciples. Meanwhile, uh, we meet a Jew named Apollos, uh, an eloquent speaker who knew the scriptures well. He had been taught the way of the Lord, and he taught others about Jesus with an enthusiastic spirit. So that's in 25. Or with enthusiasm in the spirit. I think it's the same thing. <clears throat> he was very excited, apparently. But he only knew about John's baptism. Uh, when Pete, Priscilla and Aquila heard him preaching boldly in, boldly, there's the word, in the synagogue, they took him aside and explained the way of God even more accurately. Apollos had been thinking about going to uh, Achaia, and the brothers and sisters in Ephesus encouraged him to go. Uh, they wrote him a letter, and when he arrived there, he provided, he proved to be of great benefit to those uh, who, by God's grace, again, being in God's will, God's grace, had believed. He refuted the Jews with powerful arguments and public debates. Using the scriptures, he explained to them that Jesus was the Messiah. So, being bold. Be bold and being in God's will. I think those are two very important um, notes to be taken in today's reading. So, um, that's it for today for the reading. I think it was some interesting stuff listening to how they are you know, getting stronger and stronger and get, and that is what happens. I think when you keep reading God's word, I think you just keep getting stronger and stronger. So, um, I am going to lead us, uh, in a prayer. Uh, if you have, if you're new to this, uh, if you, you know, haven't been listening, but every day, five days a week, I give you the opportunity. If you haven't made a choice for uh, Christ, uh, to believe Jesus is your Lord and savior, I give you that opportunity every time. Uh, never know what the seeds that we are planting. So if you haven't made a choice for Jesus, today is your day. If you would like to, uh, I'm going to lead you in that prayer. Not a magic prayer. I'm not 
anybody special. Um, I just am doing what God's telling me to do. So uh, giving you the opportunity to become a Christ follower. You have to believe it in your heart and say it out loud with your mouth. So let's say the prayer. <clears throat> Holy God, Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your one and only Son, Jesus Christ. It is his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations. And welcome to the kingdom of heaven. I'm just excited. And uh, if you did accept Christ, uh, feel free to uh, email me at Lorraine at leapoffaithpodcast.org uh, or you can write Jeremy or I'm sorry Jeremiah if, uh, if that uh, you feel more comfortable with him uh, but we would love to hear that you became a Christ follower today and we will pray for you um, so uh, we encourage you to get to a church join a church get to a minister a pastor um, and you know, tell them you became a Christ follower. What do I do next? Uh, try to find a ministry that you can uh, help out, uh, volunteer, and, um, you know, start your own small group if you want to. But uh, mark it in your Bible, whatever Bible you're reading. This is the one we read, uh, New Living Translation. But mark it today as the day that you accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. Uh, it's a big day. Uh, dog ear it so you know that that's the day that you did it. Um, and uh, start living for Christ. That's all I can say. So uh, thank you again for joining me for today. Uh, I'm sorry that uh, Jeremiah hasn't uh, been with us, but um, he will be back with us in a couple of days, I promise. So uh, his daughter's wedding apparently was wonderful and perfect, and uh, I did see some pictures, and uh, his daughter was beautiful, absolutely radiant. So uh, congratulations to Jeremiah and Cassie. So with that, uh, I am going to sign off. I'm going to say goodnight. Uh, it is late and uh, whatever time it is that you are listening to this or hopefully watching this, um, just uh, thank you for uh, listening and uh, being a part of this. So I will say goodnight and I will see you tomorrow. Bye.